Guten Tag, and welcome to episode 23 of the Unusual Suspects podcast. My name is Dan, and with me is Andy. Hello, Andy. Bonjour. And with me as well is Penny. Hello, Penny. Hola, donde esta mi burro? No idea what you said. Means where is my donkey in Spanish. Yeah. Okay, cool. If we're showing off languages. No one was. <laughs> Just you. <laughs> I know a bit of Irish. No one fucking cares. Anyway, welcome to episode 23. This is uh, going to be our fun podcast where we talk about your trip at the end. Hey, we're talking about Film Out of the Hat. Seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? <laughs> So join us for that later on in the podcast. But first, does anyone have anything to talk about? Andy, I've got going to you first. Nothing exciting to talk about, but I did watch the Sylvester Stallone film Escape Plan earlier. Ah, you ever seen it? Mm-mm. Is that the one with Arnold? There's yeah. someone else, Jason Statham, or someone. No, it's Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. He's yes. in a prison with Arnold, and they have to escape, and it is dreadful. <laughs> okay, is it like Saul? No. But you're supposed to buy him as some sort of like genius architect who can break his way out of prison. And I just do not buy it. He says all these words. Wait, an architect? Yeah, like he's a... Are architects really good at breaking out of things? No, he... Because they made the prison? Yeah, did he make the prison? (laughs) No, he is a specialist who tests prisons. So he goes into prisons. Right. And then tests the features to see how difficult it is to break out. What? Okay. Oh, like what people do with viruses on computers and companies, but in a prison. Sure. <laughs> what if he gets arrested and ends up going to the prison that he designed? Is that the plot line? He doesn't design the prisons. He just is a consultant. Tests them. Yeah. Okay. He, he knows all the prison secrets. But he has all these... What if he got sent to a prison that he'd already checked and there was no way of getting out of it? Then he'd be in trouble. He's like, I already prison-proofed this prison. Fuck. He'd probably find another way out. That's the sequel. Funny enough, I also watched the sequel. Oh. There's a sequel. There's a okay, sequel. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. And it is that one any better? Even worse. <laughs> the first one is generally okay. It's like the epitome of an absolutely fine background film that you just put on and don't really pay attention to. The second one is fucking problematic the whole way through it. Without spoiling and explain. So he's like a cameo character in it. He doesn't really have much to do until the third act. And then suddenly he turns into fucking Superman and saves the day. Ah, uh, okay, right. Mm. And they've gone for like a, they've gone for like an electro soundtrack with big vibrant colours on screen that matched like the soundtrack. So it's like part of the punishment in the cells if they're getting out of hand, they'll electrocute him with like green smoke. Wait, <laughs> what? Electric green smoke? Yeah, they like send these volts of like neon. <laughs> fucking shapes like into lasers. the room and it electrocutes them and it's like what is going on is this hackers like an enter shikari concert yeah but not lasers like i, I don't honestly couldn't tell you how to describe it apart from that so wait what the premise of the first one is arnold and sylvester Stallone are in a prison are they the only ones in there or are they just planning to escape both of them at the same time so he gets wrongfully put into a prison he initially goes in to test it and then realises that all of the safeguards he puts in place have been taken out so he's now stuck in prison and he can't get out right that's what I said but then him and Arnie work together to try and break out okay how I old see. are they in this movie? Oh, it came out about 2015 so <laughs> oh so old mid 70s yeah 
The second one came out in 2018. So even older. So a mid-70s architect that knows some things about prison goes to prison, but the things he knows about prisons aren't there anymore, so he can't break out, so he needs another old man to help him. Well, they're both there under suspicious reasons, and you have to work out. But I mean, he's like talking all this like science shit, and it's like, how the fuck does he know that? He's just saying words. It's not convincing. Okay. I don't want to see this. So, 10 out of 10. Thanks. <laughs> it's sort of on par with Expendables, but less fun. So, if you switch your mind off and don't pay attention to it much, you'll, it's kind of like a fast food film, like we've talked about in the past, where you can just kind of yeah, very much so. sit and watch it. Yeah. I see. Okay. So, yeah. Strong recommend. 9 out of 10. <laughs> no, thanks. Excellent. Great. Go watch Arnold break out of prison and Sylvester Stallone as 70-year-old men. <laughs> who barely have any credibility to their name nowadays because they don't star in any fucking good films. So They're anyway. still scrapping, though. They're throwing hands in those films. Like, when was the last good Sylvester Stallone film? Or Arnold's film, i got to be honest. When was the last one? Creed. Uh, Jingle All The Way. Creed, actually, yeah. I, I, I mean... He's in it. He wasn't starring. He was a supporting actor, yeah. but Jingle All The Way. Fucking great film. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for Christmas, guys. <laughs> Any break requires three things. Knowing the layout, understanding the routine, and help from outside or in. If you know the layout, the weak side is obvious. In Ben Water's case, it's the secure housing unit. The government expenditure was $17 million building that facility. It's state of the art. The only problem is, it's located next to an unsecured fire garage. Okay, so I've come up with a, a new segment. Obviously, this is a podcast, which we've explained before, that it gets recorded way in advance. So sometimes we tend to miss out on the news. And I know it's 2020, guys, and there's no fucking news except we're fucked. The world is fucked. Everything <laughs> is fucked. But there has been some news that we missed out in the movie world. In my new segment that I would like to call Old News Now with this jingle. Jared Leto is the new guy in the Justice League film shoot reboot. Well, I have no idea why the fuck is that. Also, we have new Uncharted snaps for with Tom Holland. Does he look like a cosplayer? Does he look like Nathan Drake? You decide. Also, Tobey Maguire is going to star in the new Spider-Man film. I fucking told you he was going to come back. I fucking said it. Hocus Pocus 2 is happening. Shit, I'm reading the headlines. Hocus Pocus 2 is happening. Cinemas are shut. We're all fucked. There's no fucking films coming out. Bobbleheads looks like the worst film I've ever seen. It's not coming out yet. A Monster Hunter film is going to be wrecked by the same people that made Resident Evil because fuck Mila Djokovic and fuck that director. That is your news headlines. My name is Dan. <laughs> How many times did you practice that to make the jingle fit with what you were saying? It, it's still going. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, our main story is, uh, I don't know how many people feel about this, but they're reshooting, obviously, this Snyder cut that everyone's been banging on about with the Justice League. And Daryl Leto is reportedly going to have new shoots as the Joker, I don't care because he was shit anyway. Does anyone care that Geraldo is coming back as the Joker? I don't know. I didn't see it. So the Snyder Cut, yeah. they reckon, is already three hours long. Is it? 
but they've got something like five hours of footage and they're still filming more. It seems excessive. Three or four years down the line. Why? Nobody liked it. But why is everyone excited about it when the original was so shit? It's not like it's going to drastically change the story unless that's what they're doing. So here's the thing, right? The version Zack Snyder wrote and directed got stopped halfway through because there was a family tragedy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joss Whedon got involved rewrote huge chunks of it and then filmed huge chunks so there's large parts of it that have totally changed and big story aspects that aren't there that's why the film feels so disjointed is because it's written and directed by two different people and meshed together yes Hmm, I didn't know that but even so you're welcome there are later in Suicide Squads as the Joker I really just didn't buy it. If I'm being honest, I know he's trying to be all modern Joker and shit with the tats and the fucking green hair and the fucking Lambo jewelry. It's going to lead nodes of foundation. I, I bet he's got a tan from being on that island for months. They're going to need lots of... What, Morris Island? <laughs> yeah, they're going to need some more pale foundation and shit to uh, make the continuity work. But I mean, last time he was filming for Suicide Squad he was an absolute arsehole anyway like he sending rats and shit wasn't he to people yeah sending rats and like used condoms and dead mice he's like uh, dead fucking pigs like... inverted commas he's not method he's a fucking maniac I know but that's what they say isn't it he's method and you're like no it's just get method. away with it by saying he's a method actor yeah why can't he learn to make shoes like what's his name <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis <laughs> Dan- Daniel Day-Lewis he just went and made shoes for people and Jared Leto's got to send condoms to people like just don't do it. But that's exactly what the Joker would do. The Joker would send condoms to people and not fucking murder strangers <laughs> in the street. So yeah. maybe he's doing the right thing. Did you say he was sending used condoms? Yeah. Were they his? I assume so. Be weird if they weren't. That's got to be worth the <laughs> money to some of those people on that island, right? He went through fucking wheelie bin. <laughs> it's like, ah, this will do. <laughs> Freaks well, I'm just saying, like, he's a famous man. Yeah. There are probably some people that would be into that. He should be careful. What if he ends up with loads of like Joker babies from crazy fans? I tell you who wasn't into it. it was the rest of the cast of that film. They found it fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that film sucked ass. <laughs> anyway. Jared, if you want to send me one, I won't put it up on eBay immediately, honest. Christ. What the fuck? I reckon I could get some decent money for that. Can we intercept that and burn it? Yeah. No, I'm skinned. I'm worried about Penny. I think we're all alive. I reckon I could make some money off of that. Anyway, Tom Holland has been snapped as Nathan Drake in the new Uncharted film. Some people are complaining that it looks like a cosplayer dressing up as Nathan Drake. Others have said, this is great. I'm a bit mixed on this because with the whole Nathan Fillion situation where, if you don't know, they made a fan film uh, in 2018, I believe, mm-hmm. with Nathan Fillion in. It was like a 10 minute or 15 minute fan film. Very kind of low budget, but it, he was fucking fantastic in it. And he's legitimately like... He is Nathan Drake, in a nutshell. Considering that's who Drake was, like, modelled on. Yes, yeah. Like, he's the person to be doing it. The thing about the Tom Holland one is that from the show, from the neck up, it looks weird. Like, he looks like a young Drake. From the neck down, he looks like a normal Drake, like mid-30s. But you put them together yeah. and it looks weirdly photoshopped. <laughs> I know it's, yeah, they're trying to, they're doing the young Drake, kind of, it's him early on kind of thing. Um, but... I don't know. There's something about him that just, he looks too kind. I know that Nathan Drake's meant to be kind of a, like a cheesy, jokey asshole, but he just looks like he's going to be too kind. To be honest, it's, it's not Tom Holland I'm worried about. It's Mark Wahlberg as Sully. 
Oh fuck yeah, that's what we, yeah yeah okay. If people don't know what we're on about, this is uh, Uncharted. This is uh, Tom Holland starring an Uncharted movie, which is based off a video game series that's very very popular. Me and Andy have played it. Obviously, Penny has no idea what PlayStation is, so we're kind <laughs> I of. I know a bit what like, PlayStation is. You you said, oh, I've got a SNES, and you <laughs> I've got last a SNES. week. Yeah, good. I'll t- I've got PlayStation One. What was the last game you played? Sorry that you told me. What was the last game you played? Uh, Lego. Jurassic World. And there we go. Unless we're counting like Kirby and shit on SNES. <laughs> Actually, I think. Fine. Okay. You're you're. Pro- but I know what PlayStation is, Dan. All right. You're a pro gamer. Get your gamer squad after me. Anyway, so Tobey <laughs> Maguire is going to start in the new Spider-Man 3 film because the new Spider-Man 3 film is kind of like Into the Spider-Verse where they have a mixture of timelines and stuff. I fucking told you he'd come back. They needed him. They don't Bloody need Marvel him. came back. They don't need well, him. Well, they certainly do. They don't. In fairness, they've also brought back Andrew Garfield. Who was shit. shit. <laughs> and Jamie Foxx. Yep. Tom Holland don't need no one, Who's mate. Who's Jamie Foxx playing? Jamie Foxx was Electro in Amazing Spider-Man oh, yeah. 2. Thoughts on this? Are you, you happy Toby's back? Or Yeah, I like Toby. No. I am. No, I'm not. I'm Why? not really. He's old. I want him to be emo Spider-Man. No. (laughs) I think it's a little bit too early to be doing, like, Spider-Verse stuff, live action. I'd like another animated one first, to be fair. Yeah. More Spider-Pig. Probably. Less Andrew Garfield. But I think the problem is, like, I don't know if the character is built enough to have two more Spider-Men join him. Whereas, like, if you do a trilogy of Tom Holland Spider-Man... And then do one. And then do a Spider-Verse one afterwards... Yeah. That would be better. Do you think it's because of the success of Spider-Verse, they're kind of jumping on it straight too Probably. quickly? That's why. I think partially that. I think because now the Infinity Saga is done and they will use Doctor Strange as like a multiverse thing. Yeah. I think they're going to tie together. But it just seems a little bit too early for me. Seems like a fucking clusterfuck, I think. Well, I'm happy Toby's back. Oh, it's just to make money. Meh, meh, meh. Well, it is, obviously. And I hope they make a lot. Like uh, all movies. Like all movies. Thing is, and, um... <laughs> it's also going to invalidate the point that you made in one of in the courtroom. Because it's now going to mean that that is part of canon. Marvel canon, in theory. Mm. What point do you mean? So, so the old the old Maguire films are now going to be part of MCU canon. Even though they never oh, have been. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <gasps> oh... Mm. Finally. <laughs> Can we just forget the Andrew Garfield ones, though? I like him. I think he's a better Spider-Man than Maguire. I can't really comment. I agree to disagree. He's a better Spider-Man, not necessarily a better Peter Parker. He's too cool. But he's a better Spider-Man. Mm, maybe. Fair enough. Because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man just fucking weeps and cries all the time. Whenever he tries yeah. to make a sarky comment, it doesn't work out. Emo Spider-Man. He's supposed to be a fucking jokey character, and whenever... Toby Maguire makes a joke. It falls flatter than a uh, something that's flat. <laughs> Spider Man Three. Yeah. There you go. But uh, uh, Garfield does. I hope Uncle Ben comes back. <laughs> what all of them? Oh, can we stop killing Uncle three Ben? Three Uncle Bens. Yeah, three Uncle Bens. In and the they same all room. Don't, I can't take it. All <laughs> three more dead Uncle Bens. They're all in a car and it crashes. <laughs> yeah, they're all in the car going. Peter Wickwright responds with all at the same time. <laughs> Well, which one's the real Uncle Ben? Who do I shoot first? And Toby Maguire has a gun. Oh, I could rewrite this fucking shit. Anyway, 
Hocus Pocus 2 is kind of been confirmed. Fuck yes! With the original cast. With the original cast. So that's uh, Sarah Jessica Fucking Parker. Fucking great movie. Kathy. And he hasn't seen it. Nam and whatever her name is. And Beth Miller is returning to do Hocus Pocus 2. So fucking good, Andy. I have a feeling this is going to disappoint. Me too. But I'll take yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't ruin the first one, so I'm fine. Much like the trailer of The Craft you watched, it's going to be shit. I don't think it's going to be that shit. Without saying sound- like, because it's going to be the original car. I like, I think, sorry, Dan. I think like Bette Midler and, and that will be, she'll be on form and she'll be great. Is she still alive? Yeah, that's, that's my problem. No, with this she's film. doing it from beyond the grave. <laughs> this is my problem. Is that like, so when the original came out, Sarah Jessica Parker was kind of like the young, hot looking one. She was well young, wasn't she? And well, for like compared to the other two. Well, she looked really young. And then the other two were kind of like the old witches. Now they're going to be all fucking old. Beth Midler's going to be even older. And I can barely, I don't know if it's going to be as, not just because of looks, obviously, but I just don't think it's going to have the same kind of energy and kind of fun about it. I don't know, Beth Midler still, they all look pretty great. I haven't seen Beth Midler yeah, in anything. Can they fuck around on a, I don't know, broomstick or whatever? On a broomstick. <laughs> yeah, but they also have stunt people that can do that. Or, you know, green screen, they put them on a, you know, they do, they fly on broomsticks of fucking Harry Potter land. Like, they can do it for a movie. That's where they've done their training. That's method, actually. <laughs> yeah. They're I think it's been great. Did you see the trailer for The Witches as well? I did. No. You know, they're remaking The Witches with Anne Hathaway as the... Um... Yeah. I don't know how I feel about Anne Hathaway, so that's why I didn't watch it. I feel pretty good about her. Moving on. <laughs> Cinemas are all shot in the UK. This kind of already happened. We kind of precursed it, like, in a couple of episodes ago. There's a fucking trailer that came out for a film called Bobbleheads, and I think it's legitimately going to be yeah, the- Yeah, what the fuck is this? It's a film- you know the Bobbleheads? Yeah. It's a film about Bobbleheads. Is it a kid's film? It's like the Emoji movie. It's okay. got the brand- I'm surprised and it's literally- It's not about Pops. No, I- there is a- f- If they're going Bobbleheads. I thought there was a Funko film coming out. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah, there is. Is it not the same one? They're not related? No, this is Bobblehead. Remember, like, I don't even, like, like the, 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 the thing yeah, is, but I, wasn't sure, I saw the trailer. I wasn't sure if Bobblehead was a brand or whether it was just a description. That's why I'm so confused by this, because it's like, it's coming out in December 20th, and Cher is in it. Cher's in it. <laughs> but, like, Cher is in it as a Bobblehead. No one else I know is in it. It's just Cher is, like, top of the fucking list, because obviously to make money. But yeah, Bobbleheads haven't been a thing. Like, it's not like... It's weird, isn't it? Like, Bobbleheads, you would think, oh, when they release something that's to do with Lego movie or something like that. Bobbleheads are just, like, a thing that has existed the last 20 years. And, yeah, great. You make a film out of it? Yeah, but the market's been saturated by Funko Bobs. That's the problem. Well, Pops do Bobbleheads. Yeah. But they're not as popular. I don't know how many of them they do anymore, but I think, like, a bunch of Star Wars ones. I think I've got got one Bobblehead, but they're not as good, so I don't know how many. The problem I already saw when I saw the trailer is that they use the one joke they can possibly do with Bobbleheads, and they use it three or four times in the trailer, so you know that's going to be the only joke, which is their heads move. So every time they hit something, their heads go... And they did that four times in the trailer, so you already know that's going to happen maybe... 36 times in the real thing and <laughs> no thanks maybe I'll show I think we're going to have to watch we're going to have to watch the trailer yeah. later uh, yeah join us in After Dark and I'll show you the fucking trailer for it but yeah there's that I'd take like like a Funko movie about a specific maybe not a movie but like if they did like an episode of The Walking Dead with fucking Walking Dead Funkos I'd be so up for that 
Or like they did a little Attack on Titan one with the Funkos. Like, I'd be into that, but not like just the... Well, they would have to do it like the Lego movie, wouldn't they? Where they would have different Funkos and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd be more into that than just a, yeah, just a general Funko. And finally, new trailers of the Monster Hunter film has come out. Monster Hunter is also based off a video game series. And it looks shit because the Resident Evil fucking people have taken it over and it looks like a fucking Resident Evil fucking thing. You're ruining all these video game fucking series. I'm annoyed. Welcome to Dan Gets Angry About Video Games. No, I just hate like really good video game series that are just like, let's fucking... Let's put Mila Djokovic in it again and let's get the same director and writer who did the Resident Evil series. Oh, that's a good fucking combination. That worked really well for her past films. They're husband and wife. Uh... Well, fuck them. I don't care. So they're obviously going to work together, aren't they? Yeah, but yeah. you don't have to take all these fucking franchises and just fucking... Uh, like, uh, the, the main problem I have with it, people going, well, what's wrong with it? Is that they've put... The Monster Hunter thing is meant to be like swords and shields and big monsters and that kind of thing. They've now rewritten it so that it's like military shooting down these big monsters with fucking machine guns. This is not the original source. Anyway, that's the fucking news. Thank you very much for listening. I don't have an outro, but here we go. (laughs) There we go. I didn't have that outro. That's pretty well cut there, to be fair. (laughs) He actually made me jump. Penny, what do you have? Today, I watched a movie called Dave Made a Maze. Anyone heard of Dave Made a Maze? Did he? Yeah, Dave Made a Maze. Oh, good for Dave. What is Dave Made a Maze? Grumpy people today. Uh, I'm not going to do my usual and go through it all. What? What? Who's grumpy? I just asked a question. You've just been grumpy. What the fuck is wrong with you? You just like grumpy since the news. It's 30 seconds ago. I know. So, I mean, he needs to cheer up after the news. Cull this shit out. It's rubbish. What? No, this is staying in. We need to keep this in. This is bullying. Why, this is actually bullying, so that I hope people can realise the kind of shit me and Andy have to put up with every fucking Where's week. Where's emo Spider-Man when you need him? She's, she's your favourite, yeah? Well, this is how she treats us behind the fucking scenes, and I'm not fucking happy about it. I just want to fucking tell someone. I'll cheer up, you prick. Penny. <laughs> <laughs> so today I watched a movie called Dave Made a Maze. Anyone heard of Dave Made a Maze? Yay. Yay. Sounds amazing. Yay. Can't wait to hear about it. Fucking I'm ready. Let's get this Red Bull down there. Here we go. <laughs> Fucking good for Dave. Dave made a maze. It came out in 2000. <laughs> get out. some fucking coffee down here. Here we go. This week's movie out of a hat. <laughs> Do you think if I just keep saying it in the same voice, eventually we'll have to cut out and just pick one? Today I watched Dave made a maze. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my dog deflating. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I'm listening now. 2017's Dave Made a Maze, starring Nick Thune and I am going to mispronounce her, her name, Mira Rohi? Don't know. Anyway. Dave tries a lot of things in his life. He tries painting. He tries to learn the keyboard. He tries origami. Doesn't finish any of them. He, Dave, personally, <laughs> is very relatable. Yeah. Sounds it. I can. I can is it? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on board. And his girlfriend Annie goes away for the weekend, and he gets really fed up, and he builds a labyrinth out of cardboard in his apartment. Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. How big is this apartment? Oh, out of cardboard. Out of cardboard. So okay. His girlfriend comes home, and there is a cardboard box. Technically, it's a labyrinth, but it's a. It looks like a fort. It's just a few small boxes. You know, like refrigerator. 
boxes and stuff just set up in the middle of his apartment. I've seen refrigerator boxes. They're very big. So it's a few of those. It's got like an entry sign. It's got some chimneys with some steam coming out of them. And it's just in the middle of his living room. How has he got steam coming out of the box? It's magic. I don't know. Don't fucking quote me that it's magic because you'll be like, oh my God, why is it magic? The entire Do you reckon time? he just popped the kettle on instead? Well. <laughs> Move the kettle to that box and popped it on. So the girlfriend comes home and she's like, right, stop being a dickhead. Like, get out. And he's like, uh, can't, I'm lost. He's lost in his cardboard box fort. Oh, he's right. been in there yeah. for three days, but he left his phone on the outside so he couldn't call anyone. He hasn't really eaten much and he's been lost in his fort for like three days. What is the cardboard made out of? I just want to confirm it's made out of cardboard and not steel. Cardboard. <laughs> Lots of brown cardboard. Right. So he could smash oh, through okay. it relatively easily. Well, she starts to like wobble it and it makes like shaking steam cart starts coming out the chimneys and it starts making noises like a train and there's like echoey noises and it sounds like it's going to collapse. Like there's very dramatic noises when she shakes it. And he's like, no, 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 don't do that. <laughs> the confused looks is great right now. Right. And she wants to, she wants to break it down. He's like, no, 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 you can't break it down. You can't, you can't break it down. I've spent ages building it. So she calls his friend Gordon. <laughs> who is Adam Bush from Buffy. Uh, he was he was one of the three nerdy guys oh, okay. in whatever season that was. He's been right. in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So Gordon's like, what the fuck is, what is going on? Why in a box? And he's like, I'm lost and I can't get out. So like, well, why don't we just lift it up off the floor? He's like, because I stuck it to the carpet, obviously. That's a dick move. Oh, in- interesting development. Like, he's like, I've stuck it. And then I try and pull it off and they're like, yep, it's stuck. You've always got to be careful when you pull it off. <laughs> Penny, <laughs> when you watch films, right, yep. when you choose films, mm-hmm. do you go for, like, the most basic of stuff, like, a wheel that moves, <laughs> a fork that is made out of cardboard? Ooh, what kind of adventures will they get into? I told you, I made a list of films based on their name or the short synopsis, mm. so this was the one I went for today. Okay. So, Gordon's like, fuck this, we're going to call Leonard, and Leonard turns up with, like, all of their friends, and they basically have a party at his house, because... I'm pretty sure, Andy, if Dan rang you and went, Pen stuck in a fucking cardboard box in her apartment, let's go have a look. That's what you would do. I mean, I probably would, but... Let's chuck her in the sea. <laughs> I think we would already struggle to find you in the East Wing without having to then find a labyrinth. Well, let's assume I'm just... Oh, no, you got, you got to take the elevator up and then when you get up All to right, the top... All right, I'm calling Dan and saying, Andy's stuck in a box. That sounds much more likely, in fairness. <laughs> That sounds more likely. But literally, if someone rang you up and were like, Jeff's stuck in a cardboard maze that he made in his apartment, let's go have a look. So, obviously, I don't know, but the first thing I would want to do is, I want to go in the maze. I want to go in the cardboard maze. Yeah. But apparently, it's too dangerous. You can't come in. It's too dangerous. It's full of obstacles and booby traps. Come on, Dan. Lay it out. It's fine. Come on. No, just go. It's fine. It's fine. Is there a cardboard minotaur in there somewhere? <laughs> Who are you? Jenny fucking Benny, you fucking ruiner. Well, I don't know, do I? That was... Wow. Obviously, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Andy, there is a telephone helpline at the end of this for bullying. Ooh, the fucking Samaritans by the sound of it. <laughs> so basically, before we go any further, I thought this was a pretty good movie and I think it's worth a watch. So we won't... There is a monitor in it now because Andy said so, it. But... So sorry. So it, it's a guy that makes... So he's... Hang on. So he's got a labyrinth made out of cobra boxes. Mm-hmm. It's worth a watch. It is worth a watch. You're telling us. Yeah. Right. Why? Is it funny or is it... It's kind of funny and it's kind of... It's like a comedy. I don't want to say it's a horror movie, but there is some death in it. So it's a... Oh, it is. It's a comedy horror film. Whoa! I'm an internet guy. Thank you. 
royalty free. Uh, we'll get paid or or <laughs> I should get fucking paid for that. Yeah, I know. Twenty p, mate. It's coming your way. Okay. So if we're going with this, but I think like I'm stuck in the cardboard box. Andy's Gordon, and he calls Dan because like Penn's stuck in a cardboard box, and Dan who i can't remember what the guy's name was but he's playing like james urbaniak from venture brothers fame if anybody watches venture brothers on adult swim uh yeah i know venture brothers yeah Yeah, james urbaniak's in it and he is gonna film a documentary about how his mate is stuck in a couple books because you would right you would (laughs) does sound like a damn thing to do yeah so he's like is it's him and (laughs) it's him and a cameraman and a sound guy like with a boom mic and everything and Cody, it's really good. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Where the fuck do you find these things? Oh my god! You're welcome. I'll send you the link so you can watch Please. it. I mean, I want to watch this. This sounds pretty good. It's good. It is good. So I won't go through all of it, but they all want to go in it because you would. Of course, you want to go in it. Yeah. So even though Dave, I love that I forgot his name and his name is in the title. Oh, Dave. Dave tells them not to go in. They go in and so they get in and it's huge. Like they can all stand up. Like it's massive. And it's the whole rest of the movie is obviously set in this cardboard labyrinth. So the sets are all made out of cardboard. Oh, okay, cool. It's a really nice aesthetic to it. Yeah. Some weird things start to happen. So Gordon manages to like cut himself. I think he, he cuts himself because he wants to leave marks on the wall so that they can find their way out. But the blood just like soaks into the cardboard in like a... They take a pen. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like in a magical way, soaks into the cardboard and disappears. Not like cardboard actually oh. soaking up blood. Oh. And then there's, you know... Magical cardboard. They go into the next room and it's covered in playing cards. And he's been like working in there for it. So it's covered. It's got like a playing card a curtain. There's playing cards all over the wall. And there's some really nice wall pieces made out of cardboard that look like a king or a queen off the set of cards. Like it's a really... They must have worked on the sets a lot because they're all made out of cardboard. Like, I'm assuming they're not all CG. I was going to say, is it is it like a green screen effect on most of this thing? Or is it actually... I don't think so because they a lot of them, they interact with it. So, so they go through the playing card room and then they go through another one which has like got musical notes and stuff on it because Dave tried to learn to play the keyboard. So it's kind of a whole thing about how Dave never finishes anything. Relatable, yeah kind of missed where the cards came from but uh, like the he's even got the cardboard box of the keyboard that he got like he's used it to make the room the keyboard and then they get into a big room with like a giant kind of easter island style head made out of cardboard and it's burping out paper (laughs) (laughs) it's just burping and just like scrunched up it looks like christmas you know when everyone chucks wrapping paper and stuff in the middle like this room is full of paper and to try and cross the room they get into all the paper like a ball pit full of paper yeah right and they okay. apparently dave also tried uh, origami and they get attacked by an origami crane which is quite funny like a massive you ever made an origami crane no i haven't lived once made an origami penguin that's fun and a cat how'd that work out for you uh legitimately quite well i was very good at it and now i've totally forgotten <laughs> anyway i can make those fortune teller ones you know, pick a colour, pick a number. Yeah. Your mum is the answer. <laughs> your mum is the answer in every one of them, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Dave's obviously lost still. Dave's girlfriend, Annie, the three from the crew, like the documentary crew and Gordon. And then a few of their other friends went in as well. One of their friends 
Jane, she steps on a cardboard booby trap and she gets decapitated. But as she gets decapitated, the head comes off and it's like red confetti, like red paper confetti and like yarn and stuff instead of blood. Right. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's... Did you just spoil a death, yeah, though? I did. I was just I did. It's right, like, it's right, right near the beginning. But that's like part of it. Like There okay. are other deaths and things, and it's, all, it's really clever with the cardboard. And obviously, they have to go through this labyrinth. Yeah, eventually, there's a cardboard minotaur, because that's where minotaurs live, in labyrinths. And it's them they have to rescue Dave and get out, basically. <laughs> I had a lot more notes, but it's... It sounds pretty good. Sounds I am good. keen to watch it. Yeah, it's a fairly basic story after that you know and then it's all it's about you know dave not finishing things and then working together to get out but yeah there's even there's a scene and they're inside like a cardboard hexagon like a hexagon shaped box with kind of holes in it and stuff Hmm. and something happens and it shakes and you can just kind of imagine the people on the outside shaking it for like it all like kind of looks kind of diy like rather than cgi it looks like they've actually because like they try and cut through the walls and stuff with like because they're like well, we'll just cut our way out with a box cutter, but they just get more and more layers of labyrinth and. So I'm pretty I'm pretty on board with this to be honest. Yeah. Reverse Toy Story. Reverse Toy Story. Huh? The fuck are you talking about? So instead of having the toys seeing things bigger than life, it's the people seeing things bigger than they actually are. I mean then. But in like toy form, no, no, it's no, like no, cardboard. No, 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 no. Fuck's sake, Dan. Wow, you guys took my <laughs> took that literally. God, it was just a fucking theory. God damn it! From the images I've seen, the the labyrinth is like the TARDIS, and it's not a particularly big like area. Yeah. On the outside, the second you're it's in, it's massive, and that's how D- Dave got lost in it for like three days. Yeah. So it's not like the stuff is bigger. It's just wow, people size. They can stand up in the cardboard boxes if they're like crouching. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Be, it's uh, not honey. I shrunk the kids in Hobbycraft. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I'll just... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so, good film. Yeah, like I, like, I had loads more notes because I went through it. But, yeah, like, the story, you know, going to this weird maze, they have to find Dave and get him out. Not that exciting, but, like, some of the stuff that they do and the way it looks is really nice. I imagine it's quite layered and there's a lot of, like... There's some metaphors. Underlying meaning stuff and, yeah. Yeah. What's the name of it again? Dave Makes a Maze. Dave Makes a Maze. And like with the things with like the origami and the keyboard is the things that Dave's tried to do and hasn't finished, which kind of, they don't really go into it. It's more like the opening credits is a cartoon and you'll see Dave like trying to play the keyboard. He's like, ah, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I think they can make like a a crossover with this and Prison Break film (laughs) where Dave's made a prison (laughs) and Sylvester Stallone has to get out of it, but it's all made of cardboard. Good work. I mean, he'd probably come up with some bullshit like science. Science behind cardboard. Oh, you've got to heat this up using the sun and then it'll melt and then you start a fire and then you can write with the ash and then you devise a plan and some... Someone's drawn dicks all over this cardboard. Must be a sign. It's very House of Leaves. (laughs) Don't know if anybody's read House of Leaves. It is the weirdest fucking book I've ever read which is about a house that is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. And it also involves a documentary crew. But that book is fucking weird and long, but it's similar. But yeah, it was fun. I just, I really, I think if it hadn't been made out of cardboard, it would have been shit. It was really like the cardboard and stuff, like the look of it and some of the bits that they did that made it. Well, it's an interesting concept that they've nailed Hmm. Yeah. to the floor, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I think he must have stuck it to the floor with like gaffer tape. I don't know. 
But yeah, sorry, that was going to be a lot longer, but I actually think people should go and watch it. So it came out in 2017, so it's not that old. I don't know where it's available properly, but I'm sure if people did a search, but I would recommend watching it. Ta-da! <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> I've never heard someone go, Ta-da! <laughs> at the end of any Certainly in, with a film that's not oh. about magic. <laughs> it's no a little bit it. magic. Oh, for God's sakes. Did you build a maze inside your maze? I'm in a completely new place, guys. I swear to God. I'm a new guy. I mean, you couldn't even finish the little maze inside of the big maze, could you? Well, before I was bored and flailing, and now I'm completely focused. Film the Hat is where we take a film, and then two weeks later we discuss it, which was two weeks ago when we filled out the film Eurotrip. Let's make this more confusing. So now you've got time to watch it. Now you've got fucking no excuse, people. All right. That's bullying. It's not very nice. I'm keeping out of this. Takes one to know one, Pen. (laughs) Fucking hell. This week's film was my choice which was Eurotrip a 2004 American sex comedy film remember when they were around sex comedies uh, written by uh, no not written by I know where these people are would you stop fucking singing that? I'm trying to fucking read the description do you know how annoying that is when I'm trying to read words on the screen and all I hear is that's all I hear in the background the film though every time it's not it's fucking dreadful it is it is the best bit of the film I've had a Red Bull and two coffees I'm feeling fine 2004 sex comedy, American sex comedy film starring Scott Mechelowitz, Jacob Pitts, Michelle Trachtenberg. Is that a real yeah, name? Yeah, she was in Buffy. Michelle Trachtenberg? Yeah. And Gossip Girl. Yeah. I, I love the, that. I didn't know her the name was that long. But anyway, Travis Webster as well. It is a very, very dated film, as we'll describe <laughs> yeah. in a minute. Some, some things may not be okay to do nowadays but we're gonna have to discuss them anyway because films they're funny aren't they so Eurotrip it starts with another fucking version of my generation I noticed that that after the fucking emoji movie but this one was worse because it was in French was it in the emoji movie as well yeah no it was in silent voice voice, oh was it silent voice oh yeah sorry wait what was the what was the one in emoji movie it can't be three in a row surely I got that wrong I think it it was a silent voice I think it might have been oh the line caller there was something. There was something at the start of Emoji Movie that was that was like a popular song. It was, wasn't it? Oh my God! Is it three in a row? No, that it can't, can't happen. Be. Surely not. I'm on it. That can't. Someone look I'm it looking, up. I'll, but I'll, I don't. I'll go on. Andy's better. Anyway, a French version of My Generation plays in the intro, and in the intro we meet Scott Thomas, aka Scotty, who unfortunately on his graduation day is dumped by his now ex fiona who says scotty is so predictable and she's been as we'll learn to find out later sleeping around with people that he's gonna she's gonna break up with him it's it's kind of you but it's not me actually she's it is you super mean isn't she she gives like no shits i will give her this at least she's honest because at least she's not playing around well she has been hasn't she? yeah <laughs> i was thinking at least she's not honest <laughs> she's like completely callous about it yeah Fair enough. Okay. Well, yeah, she's a bit mean. To the point where I was like, why were you even bothering to be with him in the... Like, what did you get out of it? What was the point? She gives him someone else's jacket. <laughs> that was the best thing for him. I'd love one of those jackets. True. 
on his graduation day, he's, his breakup happens while his parents are filming the whole thing. His dad's there going, she's a keeper, even though he's just been dumped by her. They can't read the room, can no, they? Clearly sad. Scotty is having a sad day. All on videotape. Very sad day for Scotty. Fiona! <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Scotty has a German pen pal called Mike. And his best friend, Cooper, says, One day, this guy is going to want to meet you because he sounds like a sexual predator because it's a guy and he's from Germany. Like, you know, what does it say? Girl scouts have uh, fucking pen pals. Why do you have a pen pal sort of thing? Yeah. How long were they pen pals for? <laughs> And he didn't know she was a girl. Because it's before the ages of Facebook when you can look up someone's profile. And no, go, I know. Like, but you when know. you're talking, eventually she's going to drop some kind of gender. They were writing to each other in German. Yes. And he didn't know German too well, as we learn to find out later in the film. He's not very I'm good I'm still at- not buying it, like, that he could have talked to her for that long. It's a 2004 film that doesn't take itself seriously. That's just all it is. We pick holes in things. That's my job. Yeah, but you've got to read the room, you know? It's, it's, it's a fucking film that is dumb. It's a bunch of teenagers. It's a fucking, you know, it's a 2004 teenage film. You've got to learn to take things with a pinch of salt, Penelope. Otherwise, you'll never enjoy things. Suspend my disbelief that he thought she was a dude for ages. Exactly. Uh, his best friend Cooper says, yeah, don't talk to this guy. Mike, as he puts it, because he's going to meet you and try to get freaky with you one day. And then they go to a party (laughs) and they meet the twins, Jamie and Jenny, who are brother and sister. They are by Scotty and Cooper labeled as the worst twins ever. They're not really like they don't don't know anything about each other. Exactly. They're just kind of all over the place. They don't like the same things. They're the worst twins ever. Meanwhile, skinhead Matt Damon, who I completely forgot was in this film, is the lead singer of this band who's playing at this party. And he brings up Fiona, who's just been dumped by Scott. And he starts to sing this fucking song that Penny has been singing all fucking week. And we all know it. I love this song. I fucking hate this song. To the point... I I love this song before you started fucking going on about it all fucking week. (laughs) I like this song so little that it actually put me off Matt Damon as an actor. That's just silly. For about five or six years until I forgot about it. Well, I'm going to dedicate this part of the podcast with Scotty Doesn't Know to my favourite oi toys, Jill and Danny. So there you go. That's... That's not it for anyone else, but other than them. What the fuck are you talking oi about? Oi toys. Ginny Jones calls everyone oi toys. Sorry, have you toy. Boy toy. Oi. Boy toy. Vinny Jones calls everyone oi toys in this film. And I'm dedicating this to my favourite oi toys, my friends Jill and Danny, with the Scotty Doesn't Know song. People, you guys weren't paying attention. Uh, I've got some problems. Let's move on. Uh, it's two to one here. What, because you, miss, you both missed a bit where Vinnie Jones calls everyone oi toys all the way through the movie. Does he not call them eye toys? Because they're Italian. So, oi toys. Yeah. Depends whether they're Italian or not. He yeah, says it I more mean, than once. They are Italian. Have you missed the point here, Penny? I think you've no! missed the point. <laughs> he says it more than once because later on he calls them oi toys. Anyway, we'll get to that bit. Matt, skinhead Matt Damon is part of this band. He's playing at the party. He sings Scotty Doesn't Know. And in the lyrics, he pretty much confirms that he's been doing Fiona behind Scotty's back. He also calls her a sex puppet. What is that? A sex puppet. Someone on strings? He, uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he did her on a, on his birthday, and Scotty is uh, listening to all this, and he obviously knows that Fiona's pretty much making out with Matt Damon on stage, and Scotty's watching this, and it's like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? It's awkward, isn't it? Anyway, lyrics tell the whole story. It's really awkward. It is awkward. Only for Scotty. But very unrealistic. <laughs> First off... Matt Damon does not look like he belongs in a band. No, and he needs... That's not his voice. No, it's not. And he needs to not That's do not that his voice. thing. Yeah. He was like sticking his yeah, tongue out. That. I was like, you're clearly Wait. miming and doing that. It's not helping. I'm a rock star <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> so, meanwhile, Cooper gets a girl in brackets called Candy to rub her right this tip. so weird. Dumb girls trend in films, insert here which happens a lot in the early 2000s, especially with these kinds of films yeah. where girls are just like, oh, my boobs? Oh, okay, I'll just take my bra off and rub my tits. So it's... There you go. Discuss. <laughs> he jumps in a hot tub and says, this isn't where I parked my car, and it's one of my favourite lines. But yeah. He says it like 80 times in this film. Yeah. Okay. Also, with, with a name like Candy, your parents don't love you. They want you to be a stripper. Anyway, uh, Scotty... Oh, bloody hell, that's... I apologize to all strippers named Candy. I mean, it is a stripper name, right? If you call your child Candy. Pen, I think he's having a go at sex workers. I think he is. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm not having a go at them. I'm just saying if you... Why do we all hate each other this episode? I don't know. I don't hate anyone. I'm having a I great didn't time. beat you at football. God. So far, I'm at the firing line. I'm fine. Why, why do you have to bring that up? Because <laughs> we're all being really mean to each other and I don't know what to do. Scotty gets home drunk and sad with everything going on and he decides to take Cooper's advice when he gets an email from Mike. When Mike asks, oh, I feel sorry for your girlfriend who you split up with. Why don't I go meet you in America? But once he sees this email, he's like, oh, shit, Cooper was right. So he sends an email back going, you're a sick German freak. (laughs) I don't write again. Leave me alone. And that's the end of that. This is where he's like, we had an incredible bond. And I'm like, but if you had an incredible bond, how do you not know the gender? Just, that's how the story goes. He just didn't know. It's just a, a common misconception of, you know, we obviously, like, in the film, it comes to a later point where he's trying to understand German from a, yeah. a driver, and he gets it completely wrong. So, oh, no, he's shit at fucking German. On top of that, I don't really understand how he knows what Mike was saying the whole time then if he's really really bad at German he's that doesn't like, make he's sense he's like later on he's like we had an incredible bond and all his sister Cooper like told her things I haven't even told you yeah yeah. it's a bit forward also do Americans learn German as much as we do they don't really need it it's do unusual they? it's unusual but also pronouns are important in German and they're quite obvious so it's not difficult to differentiate there you go teacher Andy don't they like to gender objects like in French Yes, so, correct. Like bin lid. Is bin lid male or female? <laughs> Does anybody know? Uh, in this case, it's male. Not sure about sex puppet, though. <laughs> anyway, in the morning, Scotty finds out that Mike is a lady from his younger brother called Bert. What an American name that is. <laughs> so Scotty's younger bro gets shown a picture by Scotty saying, no, look, that's Mike. And it's a picture of some dude <laughs> next to a hot chick, basically. No, no. It's Mika, and that's Mika, and points to the girl, the hot chick. And he's like, oh no, I've been thinking this is a dude all along. No! And everyone in the neighborhood can hear his no, including Fiona, who's now banging two dudes, including Matt Damon and another guy (laughs) behind the stage where they were. So it's probably best he did leave Fiona. Anyway, Mika then blocks Scotty 
through email, I'm getting into hackers territory here. <laughs> How can Mika block Scotty from receiving his drunk, sad email? And yeah, I didn't know you could block email, apparently. I know you could block it when you send it and the person yeah. is automatic response, but I didn't know it was like, you can definitely not type another yeah. single well, sentence. And the fact that it comes up like email, blocked, blocked in like a big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's obviously exposition because yeah. I'm fairly certain you yeah. can't do that. So Scotty gets blocked. Sorry, sorry. And when Cooper walks into the room, he says, I'm in love with my pen pal. I'm in love with Mike. <laughs> Which Cooper then takes as, oh, finally, Scotty, he's come out, he's gay, obviously, we're okay with this, though, I'm here for you, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I think your parents knew. He wasn't in love with him before, but now he's found out she's hot and she's got a vagina. It's, eh. Men. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. You said it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for a teenage yeah, film yeah. like this, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like, oh my god, it's a hot chick. Oh, she's so hot. I'm in love it. with her. I mean, like, I it's just, just a to, standard. I have to be, like, have to be woke and point this shit out. I guess. There you go. You just got to be born in our generation to understand. Ben. Our generation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> French. That is a song. That is a song that the young folks sing. Well, it was in this movie, anyway. but I don't know it in French. So they decide, or Cooper tells Scotty that, hey, you know what you should do? <laughs> you should, because your email's just been blocked and you don't have a phone number. I think they said, oh, the phone line is dead. I think he said, oh, I can't no, contact is, her. Is, I think phone it's unlisted, but then he has her address. He does have her address because yeah. then he can get to I'm her. I'm assuming you can't anyway, Google things. Anyway, it's silly film, <laughs> So Cooper says, why don't you go all the way to Germany from Idaho all the way to Germany to just turn up and meet her? And that seems like a crazy idea until he says, Fiona was right about you. You're too predictable, Scotty. And Scotty goes, I'm going to America. And Cooper goes, no, we're going to America. Typical. Anyway. What was that? Yeah, what was that noise? It's the typical transition into let's go on our big adventure in American films that I've seen so many fucking times, but it's just, oh, you know. And then pop punk. Pop punk plays fucking Green Day, Blink-182 will play or something, or Sorry, Offspring. they're, they're not going on an adventure. Like. They want to go on a sexually challenging adventure, which to me doesn't sound like ah. a good thing. I don't want my sex to be challenging, I don't think, do I? Well, <laughs> Super Set tells them to go to Berlin to find this girl. But they can't get to Berlin straight away, so they have to go to London for now, being bag couriers. Is this a thing? Was this ever a is thing? Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, if it is, I'm in. I feel like... I want to do that fucking I feel job. like maybe before 9-11, but I feel like not now. Like, you can just... <laughs> well, this came out after well, 9-11. Exactly. Like, I don't think you could just turn up at <laughs> an airport... After. And be like, hi, have you got any parcels for me to take? Which they never deliver. Maybe it's like an emergency thing. Instead of like, if you're going this, it's kind of like hitchhiking, maybe. Well, if you're going this way, you might as well take these I bags. don't. Yeah, but they're not going that, that way because they offer to take the parcels, then they have to pay Then they have to pay for a flight. For a flight. So it's not like they're already heading that direction. No, and it can't be an emergency because if nobody turns up and says, I want to take your parcel, then it won't go anywhere. I don't know. It's a weird job. If that is a weird kind of job, but yeah, they end up being bag couriers to get some bags to London so they can pay for their flights by doing doing this job. Anyway, Cooper wants to go to Europe, he tells Scotty, because he wants to return to claim his birthright, which is a series of erotic and sexual adventures. And that's the reason he wants to go with Scotty, Yeah, as we'll learn later on. Can we just clarify, do we want sexually challenging adventures? 
I don't. I don't know. No, I said sexual and erotic. No, but that's what he says. He says I want a sexually challenging adventure, and I I don't know if I want that. That's what he wants. It's not about what. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm just like, is that a good thing? Next time we get down to business, see if you can solve a Rubik's cube and report back to us. I can't solve a Rubik's Cube anyway. Unlucky. Well, tough shit. <laughs> you wanted a challenge. You want a fucking challenge. There you go. We get to London. I'll come back oi, in like oi. a month's time and be like, I still can't solve a Rubik's Cube. We get to London. Oi, 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 punk rock, sex pistols, clash, oi, 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 oi. Oi, toys. This is where the one of the faults of the film come in and the dated look of it. I think every single city that they go to, besides Rome, is behind a green screen. Is it? If you notice in the in the very first shot when they get to London, they're on the, the Thames looking out at the House of Parliament. Yeah. That is so green screened. It's unreal oh. how green screen it is. I don't think there's a, they actually filmed in London. I think they just had sets or France or Amsterdam even. I think the whole time it's just a green screen and then Rome is the only one they actually filmed in. So that's something I noticed. I didn't, I didn't notice, but... So sorry. According to the commentary track, all scenes were filmed in Prague. Ah, makes sense. There you go. So while they're in London, they're going to go to the pub because there's no drinking age, which is absolutely wrong. <laughs> in London, <laughs> yeah, it just happens to be the same age that I assume they are. It's, it's eighteen, yeah. So they go to what's the name of the pub? I forgot to write that down. The Jolly. The Funky Chicken. Frisky Goat. Something like that. We have no idea what it is. Something about a goat. The Frisky, the frisky is the Frisky Goat or something. Okay, they go to ye old English pub name, which is probably the, the my favourite group of people in this whole entire film because of how weird it is and just like, what? They go into this British pub and as soon as they go in, there's a bunch of people dressed up in red staring at them and it looks like they support the red team. <laughs> And then Vinny Jones pops up as the leader of this group. And they're all staring at Scott Ian Cooper and they're like, what are you doing here? This is the official club for the supporters of the greatest football team in the world, the Manchester United. <laughs> but okay, this is where I have a problem. And I know Andy has a problem with this as well. If they're able to use the full name, why couldn't they wear the jersey? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, because those kits are licensed. Yeah, you can say the word Manchester United, surely. I mean, it just looks weird when they're all wearing the colour red, like they're the fan of the red colour. It doesn't look like a football team. It just looks like I'm a fan of red. I don't know, but either way. So in order for Scotty and Cooper to survive this situation, Vinny Jones says, who are you guys? And they say, oh, we are the Manchester United fan club from Idaho. Ohio. So Vinnie Jones says, well, sing the song of our team. And Scotty sings this weird fucking song like, My let's go. My baby takes the morning train, something go. and something back again. Which he gets right. <laughs> That's the right song, apparently, because Vinnie Jones goes, not too bad, lads. <laughs> and they all sing it. <laughs> Uh, yeah pretty damn good yeah i mean that's definitely as far as my way that's not a united song (laughs) you also brought up the point that they had cockney accents in a pub in london supporting manchester united which is up north yeah but i mean there i know for a fact there is like a is it not like a walkabout no but there's the liverpool supporters pub in brighton you know americans wrote this film well that's also the biggest issue like you wouldn't get a cockney like vinnie jones you wouldn't get him like outing himself as a united fan in london was it bad that he starts talking to that guy cecil in cockney 
and I understood what he was talking about. Did anyone so else? So did I. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I was I like, did. is this bad that I know exactly what he just said? Dan, did you know what she said? What he said? Uh, I don't remember that bit. I was probably writing stuff down. Pen, did you write it down? Because I obviously didn't. didn't. No, I didn't write it down, but it was something about a prostitute. If she didn't suck him off, he was going to stick it in her back door. And <laughs> came in the trans- tradesman's entrance. Came in the tradesman's and entrance. And- Adder, lick me yarbles. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Yep. Anyway, they get really drunk in an old Britishy way where they're drinking beer and, oh, lads, 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 let's go out. <laughs> and they all get really drunk, Scott and Cooper, and with their new friends. Meanwhile, we cut to sort of a porno scene with what seems to be Mika and a person that looked like her brother that we saw in the photo, but instead the brother is very muscled up and turns into a porno scene with them two and then it's just scotty dreaming about how mika might be getting laid that's one scene that he dreams about anyway <laughs> so scotty and cooper wake oh we never addressed the confusion uh, we should i should have brought this up earlier the reason he got confused between the picture is because he is called yan yes with a j yeah oh so he thought it was jan like a silent j. and he thought it was so he thought it was mike and jan yeah. instead of yan and mika yeah there we go. So Scotty and Cooper wake Scotty up. Scotty doesn't know anything, does he? Fuck's sake. Scotty. Penny doesn't know how to shut the fuck up. Scotty and Cooper wake up on a double-deckered red bus that says, if you're not MC, then you're a wank. If you're not a mank, you're a wank. Well, I thought it was... Yeah. If you're not MC. Um, get in the fucking bin. All right, fucking way, lads. I'm sorry I don't <laughs> speak the language of your fucking people, you fucking... It's not my people. Anyway, we uh, get a little precursor for Vinnie Jones saying how much he hates Italians. Let's We'll get back to that in a second. But the bus we know is going to Paris, which uh, Scotty and Cooper find out. The guy in the hoodie as well. There's a guy in the hoodie on the bus that just says the words killed something. That's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, what? That's Cecil. What? Is that Cecil? Why does he have a hoodie that says kill something? Why not? Football hooligans, innit? I guess. We apologise to football hooligans. Yeah, I guess that's what they're going for. Would you wear something that just says kill, even if you're a football hooligan? Like, I'm talking, I know they- Ask Millwall fans, probably. What brand is that? Nike? I mean... They decide, they come up with a plan, since they're going to Paris, they're going to meet the twins, who they already know were going on the Euro trip themselves, and they were saying before at the party that Scotty should come along, but he said no, I had to deal with stuff with my dad. Should have mentioned that before either way. They get to Paris, and the bus ends up driving on the left-hand side of the road, which is the correct way in the UK, but they do it in Paris, because they're English, and fuck the French, apparently. While Vinnie Jones shouts at the cars, saying, and I quote, one of the greatest quotes of this film, get off the road, you garlic bread tossers, to everyone on the side of the road. Garlic bread's so great, though. I would never have thought yeah. of using it as an insult, because it's it's genuinely one of the better things on this planet. It is a great insult, in a non-racist way. I don't even think it's a racist way, but people want to label it as a racist way. I just think it's mean against garlic way. bread. It's mean against garlic bread. They eventually get into Paris, where they find a poor French guy just doing his shopping in the street, wearing a frog football shirt, and chase him because he's basically got a French football team fucking shirt on, so they chase him, obviously. Because football hooligans in England. Am I right? Yeah, you're right. There you go. Was there a leak in his bag? I, don't, I saw a baguette. I didn't see. I, all I saw was a baguette. It was a brown bag, but I did see a baguette and some sort of plant. I don't think it was a leak, though. I don't know. 
I'm starting to feel like I might have been a bit wrong with Leak Watch because we haven't seen any since. No, we haven't, nope. have we, for a while. But it's definitely a thing. I'm yeah, absolutely certain. It is definitely a thing. It's definitely a thing, but we haven't seen any. Except one. Yeah. We get to the most unfunny bit of this film in my eyes where they're standing in a huge line to go into the, I can't remember the French thing, but anyway, they go in a huge line. The in a huge line. And while they're in a huge line, they meet a French robot man. <laughs> this is the worst part. I hate this part. Where Scotty Stupid. ends up doing the robot himself to impress Cooper. And then he ends up getting money. So the real French robot man gets jealous that Scotty's getting money when he should be getting money as a performer. So they have a robot battle where Scotty kicks him in the robot balls. <laughs> Just to clarify, not an actual so robot man, a street performer yeah. pretending to be a robot. Yeah, they're, they're mimes, aren't but they? But when he kicks yeah. him in the balls, it makes a metal sound. Is he not wearing a metal costume? No, like below, like it like makes, he goes, oh, my robot balls. And then it makes a metal sound as when he kicks him. So I'm thinking, does he have metal balls or something? I didn't know if it was. He might do. Weird. Yeah, to protect him when he gets kicked, but it obviously didn't work. Yeah. Let's take He's a robot. He's got robot balls. He's a French robot, of course. Great. Yeah. That noise just annoyed me the entire time. The yeah, all the I, time. I, I hate this scene so much. It's so unfunny. And then the crowd clap for some reason. <laughs> they just go, yay. <laughs> I had a clap. I thought it was great. Yeah. After this, Scotty convinces the twins uh, to come along with them to Europe to, to basically Berlin because this will be the last adventure they have together after their graduation, of course, and the twins decide to come along at this point. During this, Cooper's making a lot of references to girls at school where Jenny, he's constantly complaining about the girls at school where at many points Jenny's going, I'm a girl at school. You're talking about me. He's saying stuff like, oh, they're all ugly. And it's like, I'm here. I'm a girl at school. She's like one of the boys to him, isn't she? She's a bit of one yeah. of the boys, yeah. They get on a train, and before they get on a train, Jenny meets a very French man who is very French. Unbelievable. He's so old. When you say very French. No, he's just, you know, that charismatic, you know, I'm, I'm talking good things. I'm saying like his charismatic, oh, very romantic, like, oh, you dropped this, like, you know. Sort of thing. Slightly slimy, looks like David Ginola. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a young Ginola. He does. So Jenny kind of is like, oh, I have to go and she leaves him. Okay, so the train scene is probably one of the most discussed tra- the fucking bits of this fucking whole film. They get on a train and at one point, after they all kind of laugh at the Scotty Doesn't Know song and they're like, it's a pretty catchy song, right? And they all start singing it. Yes. No. This awkward Spanish-Italian guy comes in Scusi. <laughs> I think he's Italian if he's Scusi. I don't think that's funny. I think he is, yeah. He says like buongiorno and Scusi and scusez-moi. That's Italian. Yeah, but buongiorno. He's Italian. He's Italian. I thought you said buongiorno in French. That's bonjour. <laughs> oh, I thought it was French. Just a playoff bonjour. Nope. Oh. Okay, my nope. bad. Nope, he's Italian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just make sure this is an Italian man. Let's just get... Uh, um, by the way... <laughs> This film is stereotypes the fucking film, by the way. So there's going to be plenty of fucking stereotypes coming up. I'm surprised he wasn't eating pizza. Yeah. But this Italian guy ends up getting in the carriage that all these guys are in. And he sits tightly in between Cooper and Jamie. And when they go under like a tunnel, when they come out of it and it goes all dark and they kind of reappear, he has his hand on Jamie's knee where Jamie kind of 
pokes him and goes, Oi. And he goes, Oh, scusi, scusi, sorry, sorry, scusi. The next tunnel they go under, <laughs> he ends up massaging Jamie on his back, going, Scusi. I was like, Oh, so scusi. And he keeps doing it. And he's like, What the hell? And then, Oh, the face he makes is so good. Yeah. And then Cooper goes, Uh oh, big tunnel ahead. And there's a bit of a scream and a bit of a pandering in darkness and then when we see them again this guy is smoking a cigarette <laughs> with no trousers on <laughs> going scusi <laughs> now <laughs> i mean it's-, it's so fucking stupid but it did make me laugh and it is very just not appropriate i guess you could it's say slightly problematic in 2020 it, it is a bit when he just is like kind of the train rapist, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't That's know. not the worst part of this film, though. It gets. I know. Yeah. Anyway, they go off the train and they find out there's a nude beach nearby. So all the guys kind of go. Uh, the three guys go to the nude beach. They strip off. <laughs> at one point, they see Jamie's dick and laugh at it. That's <laughs> Penny mentioned in our WhatsApp. <laughs> Look at Jamie's penis. So they all decide, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to be on nude beach. It's welcome to Europe. It's going to be cool. They all strip off. They run towards the beach naked. And it's, of course, full of old men. Because, <laughs> of course, it is. Old penis. They all look at them like, women? Women? <laughs> women. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. I imagine it's relatively accurate, though. I mean, I, yeah. Like, that's whatever I imagine when I think nudist beach. We have a beach in Brighton that is a nudist beach. And I went there once because I was just visiting, like, the area. I was like, oh, let's check out all the place. Accidentally ended up on nudist beach, basically. That old chestnut. All just men. I slipped and fell, officer. Just men. <laughs> Plenty of old chestnuts there, I imagine. I was 16 as well. That was scarred me for life. Fucking hell. Anyway, so at this point, Jenny ends up turning up where she does like a super slow-mo of her taking off her clothes and Cooper's kind of like starting to put the pieces together that he's like, oh. She has boobs. She's kind of hot for a dude kind of thing, <laughs> even though she's not a dude. <laughs> but to him, she's like one of the guys, but now he's starting to kind of fall in love with her a little bit. So... She's about to- I think that's a bit of a stretch. I think yeah. he wants to bang her and- Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't want to come out with it, you know, because- She's one of the dudes. Yeah, exactly. So, before Jenny ends up stripping off and going, what, this is a new beach, isn't it? Jamie runs <laughs> dramatically <laughs> no. to jump in front of her boobs, and all the naked guys behind them hear this commotion, and they all turn around and- <laughs> And turn into, like, zombies. The zombies going, girl, girl, girl. 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 <laughs> What? These naked men all chase them down the beach. It's weird. It's fucking stupid. I love it. And they all chase them down the beach, naked people. You know, welcome to Europe, of course. Second porno dream. Scotty comes to save Mika, and she says, let's make love for a whole month. Uh, David Hasselhoff ends up in the fucking... (laughs) (laughs) The half. Imagine the chafe, though. The chafe? What are you talking about? Banging for a month would be oh. murder, wouldn't it? You'd need to stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Maybe. Doesn't he at one point say, he's like, oh, she said that he might be the one. Yeah. Like to him, like, because he says, oh, are you reading her old e- emails again? He's like, yeah, she said I might be the one. But if you thought she was a dude. Yeah. Am I the only one who thinks it's weird he printed out her emails? It's 2004. No, it is weird that he's reading them yeah, but again. To look at them? Printing out emails? But the fact that he's reading them again in a different gender this time. Hey, maybe he likes them both. Maybe he likes men and women. You yeah, know. that's fine, yeah. I guess because he just wants to stare at them while he's on the train because, you know, didn't really have the kind of smartphones and stuff. 
It's lovely. It's sweet, I think. Am I just being cynical? Yeah, you're just being a cynical bastard. That's all. It's a waste of paper. <laughs> waste of paper. Like, that's your main complaint. <laughs> anyway. I had that problem with uh, Dave Makes a Maze. I was like, I hope they recycled all this. He's having this sex stream with <laughs> David Hasselhoff in the corner like it's some Let's Play where David Hasselhoff is in the corner just singing. And then... That's a deep cut. Yeah, so that's... Well, no, everyone knows what a fucking Let's Play video is anyway. Ben, do you know what a Let's Play is? Nope. <sighs> Any video with a gamer on it where they're playing a game, they have themselves in the corner and they have the game in front. That's it. It's not that complicated. Pen, do you know what a game is? Mm, nope. Oh my god, fuck you too. Oh, like you in think- Saw. They play games in Saw. Are you outdumbing yourselves? <laughs> I don't know what... I don't have to do much here, but okay. <laughs> Turns out that uh, Scoozy was licking his face the whole time Scott while he's asleep. And he wakes up and realises that this wasn't a dream. This was... Well, it was a dream, but then at the same time, Scoozy man was... um. Scoozy enough for licking his face. It's so stupid, but okay, doesn't matter. They get to Amsterdam. Wait. Cooper finds a flyer for Club Vandersheks. Do you want to point out what music they're playing while they get to Amsterdam? Anyone clock that? I don't know. What was it? It's the Bloodhound Gang. Mm. Was it? You and me, baby. Which was was, uh, very on point. I enjoyed that. Very. uh, Yeah. So Cooper finds this flyer for Club Vandersex and he's like, oh yeah, sex club, we're in Amsterdam, let's get fucking high and go sex club. Jamie wants to go, but Cooper decides, no, it's okay, if no one wants to go, then I'll go by myself. <laughs> so he immediately leaves Jamie out. We should point out at this point that Jamie's kind of a bit nerdy, he loves his camera, he's a bit like all about his, just everything else about his camera. He's a bit like you. He's a bit like me. I've heard you have similar conversations Thanks. like that. <laughs> Thanks very much. Anyway... <laughs> Cooper ends up going to Club Vandersex, and I don't know why I do that voice, but anyway, uh, he ends up there, which seems to be like a teenage boy's dream of a brothel, where all the girls are pretty much wearing nothing, and he's like, yeah, this is going to be so cool. This isn't where I park my car. Huh, remember that joke? And <laughs> he ends up going into Club Vandersex. We'll get back to that later. Meanwhile, Scotty and Jenny eat some brownies. Just oh. normal brownies in Amsterdam. They eat a lot of them. We've all we've all been there. We've all been there. They eat an entire plate, don't they? Yeah, entire plate of it. Jamie at this point is going to the camera shop because of course he is, and he gets hit on by a girl working at the camera store. Ends up getting a BJ out the back, where he quotes, <laughs> "Gosh, you really like cameras, don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Club Vandersex, <sighs> Cooper gets the safe word. But he doesn't read it because he doesn't think he's going to need it because he thinks he's in absolute ecstasy at this point. The dominatrix in Club Vandersex is Lucy Lawless. It Zena is Lucy Warrior Lawless, Princess. Yeah. Mm. And her pals that help her out, anyone catch their names? Tweedledee and Tweedledom. <laughs> Hans and Gruber. Oh, is Hans it? and Gruber. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, he doesn't read the safe word because he doesn't think he's going to need it. He ends up getting chained up. Turns into BDSM torture chamber of all sorts. He either didn't read the contract or he didn't... Didn't read the contract. Or he didn't sign one. So we know that's, uh, you know, need to have all that shit. Where's my out. helicopter? Yeah. Where's David Gray? <laughs> Where's David Gray, my helicopter? But he realizes he's got himself into a bit of a sticky situation. So he Whoa. tries to pronounce... <laughs> he tries to pronounce the safe word and it's like a incredibly long German word, I think. I have no much, idea I, what I it actually was. It's Dutch. Dutch. Probably. I guess. Oh, yeah, because they're in Amsterdam. <laughs> Can't pronounce the safe word, tries to, ends up getting shocked in the jewels with electricity by these big dudes. Jamie gets robbed while he's getting his BJ 
And while he's being robbed, so the the robber is behind Jamie and he doesn't know what's going on in front, which he's obviously getting a BJ. And he just gives him his wallet and he's saying, take it, you dirty girl. Because does the, the, does the robber know he's getting a BJ? I couldn't quite... Surely he must have noticed. That's what I thought, <laughs> he but he doesn't, points, see like, he, doesn't, he doesn't see her, so he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, but after he gives him the wallet... He, he's like, I love you. He like, talks down to her. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, no, you keep going. Like, yeah, I know. It just, there's obviously someone else there. It just seemed really Every, odd. Everyone says... Where there were bits of it that made me think he hadn't seen him, seen her. Everyone says I love you pretty quickly in this film, though. Even fucking Jamie's saying, I love you, I love you, just get yeah, a Yeah, but BJ it's like his first girl. BJ, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Bless him. Anyway. You probably said it when you gave your first BJ. <laughs> She's done you there, mate. She's done you. She's absolutely fucking mugged you right off. Anyway, back at the fucking weed shop, shall we say, or coffee shop for now. Scotty's having a panic attack while Jenny We've gets the munchies. Well, we've all been there. And they all think they're pretty fucking high and stoned out on these brownies. And Scotty eventually says to one of the guys at the uh, who owns the place, "said You sold us a bad batch of brownies, you bad Rastafarian." <laughs> <laughs> More stereotypes. Yeah, exactly. It's so stereotype. This guy just goes, "Wait a minute, they're just normal brownies. This is just an honest bakery that we have." <laughs> to which Scotty looks over at the chef, and he's just shaking his head, going, "How dare you!" So they fake tripped out, Jenny and Scotty. Is that a thing, though? I don't know. Like, I get the whole... Placebo effect? Placebo. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Americans, I'm all right. <laughs> anyway, back at the club, Cooper doesn't say the safe word right. So they <laughs> they interpret it as, oh, you want to bring out something, the, the big guns. So one of the big guys grabs a dildo gun that <laughs> sounds like a chainsaw and moves in a spinning fashion. It also is like a claw out robot wars. I couldn't work out what was in the middle. A laser. <laughs> laser pointer. <laughs> well, because there was like a thing in the middle and then like three dildos on like a... That spins. That kind of sp- spin or wiggle. And then yeah. they, they laser point it at his butthole. But I was like, well, they're all too far apart. Maybe when it goes back into its, like, straight form, as so to speak, lack of words, it goes in and then it spreads. <laughs> Is that how it works? I Maybe? hope not. They were very far apart. Yeah. But, like, the bit in the middle looked a bit like a toilet brush. Like, it looked like a pipe cleaner <laughs> thing. It didn't look... It wasn't the same as the other things. Maybe it's... Uh, what's those French things called? What's those French cleaning things called for toilet? Well, feather duster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not- oh, I tell you what, I've made a mistake googling Eurotrip dildo gun. Oh, what did you get? Can you buy one? Real dildo guns. Everything. Anyway, I feel like this film was like written by people that have never been to Europe and never seen a sex toy, which is possible. Cooper gets dildoed, unfortunately. <laughs> Poor Cooper. They all have a great night. Well, actually, no, they all don't have a great night. Except Jamie, yeah. but he's lost all the money and passports, so they have no money or passports to get around. So they're walking, hitchhiking, and a wide-awake German driver on all sorts of stuff, as he explains in German. Scotty kind of doesn't understand him because, as we now find out, he kind of is not really great at his German. All he can hear this guy saying is Berlin, so he thinks that he's going to Berlin, when in actual fact he's saying... I, sta- I stabbed a woman in Berlin. I stabbed a woman in yeah. Berlin. I also sexually assaulted a horse in Berlin. Horse. <laughs> horse in Berlin. I'm going nowhere near Berlin. <laughs> yeah, he say, I'd rather, he's like, I'd rather go somewhere than ever go near Berlin ever again. I'd rather yeah. drive this truck off a cliff or something. Oh, off a cliff. <laughs> yeah, off a cliff. 
So he, because he's saying the word Berlin, obviously Scotty thinks, oh yeah, he's going to Berlin. So they all jump in. Uh, where in actual fact, they end, to, they end up going to Bratislava in Slovakia of Eastern European descent. So there you go. They find a dog with a human hand in his mouth just staring at them. <laughs> More stereotypes. More stereotypes, yeah. It looks like, you know, typical Eastern European kind of flats and stuff. It's very dark and disturbing. One of the guys there says, thank God it's at least summer. You should come in the winter. It's quite depressing, <laughs> even though it's quite depressing at that point. <laughs> So they have no money, but they gather all the money they have, and it comes to a dollar and eighty-three cents. And they're like, "What the hell are we going to get for a dollar and eighty-three cents?" And of course, as they're in this part of the world, the exchange rate's so good that they <gasps> get a imagine? luxury hotel. Could you imagine? Like, when was the euro introduced? Anybody know? Was it euros in two thousand and four? Oh, I. Well, we won. Two thousand and yeah, maybe. I guess. Because if it was euros, then like, fucking hell, you are way off. I mean, you wouldn't be a... 99, apparently. Oh, so yeah, it would all be euros. So it would have been the same when they were in Germany and France. and Yeah. Even with a dollar... It uh, depends on the country. Wait, is Bratislava in the euro? I don't even know. Slovakia. Yeah. Is that in the euro? Yeah. Hmm. At least so. I mean, it's called your trip. So. <laughs> I guess. Doesn't mean I it's mean. factually accurate, though. I don't oh, know. <laughs> So they end up getting a luxury hotel and everything with a dollar and 83 cents, which, yeah, there you go, because exchange rate, guys. It made me so sad that it wasn't real. They end up going to a club, which is singing the <laughs> Slovakian version of Scotty Doesn't Know in the club. I totally forgot about that dance version. <laughs> okay, so it's made its waves. Matt Damon's band has made its waves in Slovakia, apparently, at that moment in time. Because it's, it's catchy as fuck. It's the only song in this universe, apparently. <laughs> That's it. I'm here for it's it. It's fucking terrible. Uh, I hate this. I honestly hate this song more than most. I'm going to put it on the punktastic radio station oh, wow. all day, every day. Jenny meets Christophe, which was that French guy in, at the train station. She finds out that he has a wife, but don't worry, he also sleeps with men too, so it's okay to sleep with her. And she's like, no, nah, I'm not having any of it. Meanwhile, Jamie, Cooper, and Scotty all drink absinthe. Glowing absinthe. Glowing absinthe. Would no, it's like really glowing. Makes you hallucinate. Mm. Yeah. See green fairies and shit. Yeah. Jenny doesn't notice that it's absent and she just downs the fucking bottle. Which proves problematic because Jamie ends up hooking up and kissing his sister Jenny. Very passionately. Unnecessary. <laughs> un, un, I don't know what Unnecessary did, scene. That whole yeah, scene is unnecessary. It, just didn't, it wasn't. I think it was to prove the point that they're bad twins. But yeah, yeah was... there are other ways to do it other than incest. Shock value. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, oh, I get why you're doing this, but I don't think it worked. <laughs> you didn't need to. They don't even look anything like each other. So they were just kissing and then you're like, oh, yeah, I guess if they were actually twins, it would be gross. The worst twins ever. Yeah. Maybe they're the best twins ever because they kissed each other. I don't know how it works. <laughs> what? Mm-mm. Anyway, it's affected them mentally for most of the film after they wake up. But Cooper still finds it quite funny. Anyway, they hitch a ride to Berlin by the guy who kind of... With Boris the Blade. Boris the Blade. From Snatch. Oh, was it him? Is it him? Boris the Blade from Snatch, yeah, yeah. They hitch a ride to Berlin. There you go. They finally get to Berlin, and Scotty makes it to Mika's place. And when he gets to Mika's place, Mika has left for the summer. He's in Rome at this moment, about to board a boat to go on a trip. But she left because she was upset at what happened with Scotty and the emails and stuff. Meanwhile, in the background, Mika's stepbrother, <laughs> Cooper is the only one that noticed this, gets a pen and makes a Hitler mustache because they're German family, because of course. Makes a Hitler tash from a pen and then walks around doing the Heil Hitler salute. Goose stepping. Yeah. Back and forth for about 30 seconds constantly. 
the it's not the post credit scene is it but like the scene in the credits they show them like showing him how to properly salute and walk around and it's just really awkward oh yeah it's weird again it's unnecessary it's just stereotypes all over yeah yeah it's cringe yeah it's not funny dated comedy yeah. yeah, that German driver that they were talking to earlier mm. was talking about drinking schnapps, <laughs> which is just another German yeah. stereotype. It's like, aim higher. I know we're in 2020 now and it's not good, but I'm like, was that Hitler joke even funny in 2004? Like, it probably was. I don't know if it was. It probably was. It was all about that kind of like stereotype kind of humor, but it just died out in the 2000s, I think. That's why Scotty doesn't know. So Dan found it funny in 2004. I mean, I do specifically remember watching this film with a large group of people laughing their heads off of that scene. To be fair, I watched this with my oi toys <laughs> and all I racist. had had a bit of a smoke <laughs> and found the whole film a lot funnier than I did this time around. There you go. When I watched it pretty recently with a mutual mate and we laughed but i think we more laughed out of embarrassment because it was uncomfortable it's the way he like draws it on and then like looks at the camera and is like yeah 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 we're gonna do it that's it we're doing a hitler joke it's coming we're fucking doing it here we go (laughs) anyway i'm not even sure it was funny in 40 towers and that was (laughs) nearly 40 years ago so so scotty ends up going to rome but he has no money. But oh no, Jamie has sold his camera to help pay for the trip. What a what a great guy Jamie is. Bless Jamie. So they end up all going to Rome, so they're paying even more money by making them all buy fucking ticket. Weird. Alright, they all go to Rome. With what passports as well? Oh yeah. Europe in it, no one no, no one cares. Even. As far as they're concerned, it's like a ten minute walk to each country. <laughs> They get to uh, the Vatican where Mika is he's on a tour just before Sky and the gang turn up. So Mika ends up going into the Vatican, followed by Scotty and the gang. So they can't get in because the guards are like, no, tour guys only with a group, blah, blah, blah. Mm. You can't come in. So <laughs> I think, is it Jamie or someone says that Cooper no, is um, mentally Jennifer retarded? Says, Jenny, Jenny says that he's retarded. And that's a quote. He's mentally retarded me. as he's eating as he's eating an ice cream really, really <laughs> slowly. And Jamie ends up playing the role of a tour guy because he needs to know it all and he's read the book about the Vatican and he knows everything about it. I didn't need any of this. Yes, Andy. Why are you raising your hand? <laughs> Sorry. I was I was miles away. Carry on. If you raise your hand, I think you have something to say. So I'm sitting there going, yeah. <laughs> nah, I got confused with other stuff. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's retarded. <laughs> The uh, guard says, <laughs> "Yeah, he's retarded." Isn't he like the guard says, "Have a lovely day." Isn't he like, have a lovely a special, d- a special day, day for a special boy. For a special boy. Seamless. Yeah, I'm back. It was seamless. At one point, Mika, with her tour group, she's shown the bell of San Marco, which is the bell they use to signal that the Pope has died. I want to know if this is where it really is. Like, no. am I? I'm assuming no. not, because it's a really important bell to just put. Yeah, hanging out be there. Definitely not. But it's a little bit of a precursor because immediately after they leave, Cooper and Scotty end up seeing the rope. Cooper says, oh, what's this? Pulls the rope and the people of Rome think the Pope is dead (laughs) because the bell has been towed. Because of course. Cooper ends up putting on a Pope hat, ends up lighting it on fire, which then he throws it into the fireplace, then creating the white smoke, which then signals to the people of Rome, oh, they've elected a new Pope within the next two two minutes minutes of the one dying. They're like, oh, usually they take 15 days to do that, not five minutes. But yeah, not straight away. It's weird that there were candles lit in the Pope's room without anyone being in it. It's just a fire hazard. And that the Pope's hat's just like on a hook. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Scotty at this point still has his hat on, which is another yeah. one of the Pope's hats. The curtains fall on him, therefore creating like a golden this robe. Annoyed me so and much. a stick. And he ends up falling <laughs> into the balcony where the Pope normally says hello to the people. And everyone thinks that Scotty is the new Pope of Rome. I mean, it made me laugh because it's so fucking stupid. Like, as soon as the curtains so fell down, stupid. I was like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Oh, I love it. It's so silly, though. But anyway, he uh, sees Mika in the actual kind of court from the balcony, shouts and sees Mika and tries to jump from the balcony, which is incredibly unrealistic at this point. But Jesus Christ, he jumps from the balcony. And everyone's like, why is the Pope interested in her? It's a weird Pope, isn't it? The guards catch him. Then Vinnie Jones and his the gang of Reds turn up. <laughs> And they're like, oi, Italians, as we know, he hates Italians from the precursor earlier. He says to him, get away from him. But the guy says, I'm from Switzerland. Either way, it doesn't matter. Fucking get off him. Scotty pours his heart out to Mika. He says, I love you, Mika. They end up having sex in the confession box where an old woman ends up sitting next to them in the side of the confession box, I guess. And she says, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. I've been disloyal to my husband or cheated on my husband. And the next thing she sees is an ass. (laughs) Just back. It's so fucking stupid. But I laugh my ass off, (laughs) ironically. And then she ends up running away. But Mika has to leave. So they have sex and he leaves, tells Scotty to keep writing to her because she still likes her. It's a great day for Scotty and the gang. Mm. Jamie ends up getting a job as a tour guide, writer guy or something. Cooper and Jenny end up doing the mile high on the trip back on the airplane. I'm pretty sure. And they become a thing. I've only ever seen one airplane bathroom that's big enough to bang in. Like... I don't. Yeah. It was sorry. It was just a thought that occurred. I was like, I literally have only remember ever seeing one bathroom and being like, oh, you could actually bang in here. Mm. So we count to three months later, and Scotty is unpacking in his new dorm. Cooper ends up beating a robot guy because, <laughs> of course, we have to bring that fucking joke back, which was so good. And it's pretty good though. I liked it. He ends up on the phone to Cooper, and while he's on the phone, he's like, oh, my new roommate's coming, and then the new roommate comes and opens the door and it's Mika and Mika's like well I'm going to study here with you forever and mm. ever what happens if they break up that's going to be really awkward right it's fucking problematic isn't it yeah I, mm. presumably they're like single sex dorms anyway well that's the whole point isn't it so there's going to be like yeah. yeah there was like an administrative error or something but she's going to be in a, because they thought she was a dude <laughs> she's going to be in like an area that's just full of dudes and she's a tasty blonde strolling around and he is a yeah. bellend. So, you know. Logistically, it doesn't work it's gonna out. It's going to get awkward pretty fucking quickly. Isn't it like, oh, who would be dumb enough to think that you were a guy? Oh, it was me. He's also decided he doesn't want to study pre-med anymore and instead he wants to do German. Which will get him nowhere. That's a step backwards, isn't it? Like, he should do Spanish or Mandarin or something useful. The end. <laughs> And that is the end. Euro trip. Penny, what did you think of Euro trip? It was a lot funnier when I was high. <laughs> <laughs> Put yep. that out of the box. <laughs> high and younger. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. I think the first time I saw it was oh, was I don't know. I was in America for one of my birthdays, so it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. I wasn't I wasn't a teenager. Put it that way. I was in my thirties, possibly already, maybe late twenties. <laughs> Well, that still gives you a 20-year gap, though, doesn't it? I think I was, like, 28. I don't think I was any younger than 28. I'm trying to work out when I went there. But, yeah. So, yeah. within the last 15 years. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think if I enjoyed Road Trip more. I think Road Trip doesn't 
Not that I've rewatched it lately, and we all know I hate Amy Smart, but I imagine Road Trip is slightly less cringy. I don't know. Anyone watched it lately? Mm, I, I don't find it as funny. That's kind of why I put Euro Trip in, because it, it is awkward, but it is also... Yeah. Yeah. It was fine. I'd get high and watch it again, probably, with some people. I wouldn't watch it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a rating system where it's just like, you can watch this film if you either have drunk yep. or get high? Yeah, like you can p- play, again, put it on in the background with some mates don't worry about it too much about how awkward it is in places wokeness wise it's right scotty doesn't know one of the best tracks of this decade there you go said it i didn't even come out this decade it came out last decade (laughs) yeah one of them i'll give it a six andy i think it's better than road trip but it is a bit problematic in places some of the jokes are now slightly ropey the robot bit is still funny excuse me That was Fred Armisen as well. It was. I'm going to give it a five. Again, same as Penn. It's fine for background noise. Yeah, I think it was a case of... I was looking forward to watching this again. I haven't watched it probably since maybe the late 2010s, I think. But yeah, it doesn't hold up as much with just some of the jokes. Like, some of the jokes are just... Not because, oh, it's non-PC and I can't be accepted in 2020. It's just the fact they've been... Like, it's outdated jokes. Mm. They're just, like, obvious that they're coming. Like, the stereotypes yeah. and the fucking... You expe- You know what's coming. If you know the nationality of the person, they're going to make fun of the nationality or something and do a Hitler joke like they did. Yeah. It's perfectly fine for a bit of a laugh, I would say. It's still enjoyable to me. Yeah. I still think there's some bits that are actually quite hilarious. But there are some bits that are just like, it doesn't work nowadays and it just falls by the wayside. Also, yeah, there's a lot of plot holes that are just a bit weird and intentions are seem to be mm. accelerated so the film can make sense. But I'll give it a six as well, I think. Six, six, and five. So, film out of the hat. We're going to pull out our next film, which we will be talking about not the next episode remember it's the week after so you got two weeks two weeks time two weeks to fucking watch it if you want to and your penny will put up the socials so she'll badger you all day to watch it whatever it may be drum roll (laughs) please i know i complain every week that's too long but it really (laughs) is too long yeah i like it now uh, it's kind of grand i like it too long yeah because it, it's so annoying that it makes me feel something <laughs> this is the only kind of pleasure you get from doing this podcast is the drum roll sound effect and probably yeah. internet, internet ghost. ghost music and internet ghost yeah everything else i mean ideally i'd, I'd kick you both out and just listen to those on repeat fair enough thank you very much uh so our You're film welcome. for the week after next it's Penny's choice. Ooh. So you already know where the fuck is going to be. Do I? <laughs> you stereotype. If we stereotype Penny, what would we there, pick? I told you they're not all. It's a horror film. They're not all horror films in there. It just happens to be one of the ones that is, I assume. Well, this one's a horror comedy from 2015. This is The Final Girls. Max, a young. Oh, it's a good one. A young girl and her group get accidentally transportate transported into the movie they had come to watch later a series of terrific adventures await them that is the final girls 2015 a horror comedy film i do believe there is another film called final girl 
final girls i think there is yeah final yeah girl. so mm. this one's got one of the guys from vikings in it if i remember if you're gonna watch along adam divine or devine isn't it what the guy from oh no that's adam levine who's adam devine i was thinking of the guy from marine five then he's the guy who's in uh, he's in a lot of like oh, okay. american sitcoms yeah, uh, workaholics, yeah, yeah, yeah i think he's yeah. In. yeah yeah i've only watched it once and i really enjoyed it but yeah, if you're going to watch along, make sure you get the right one. And yeah. Yeah, the final girls. And also remember to watch After Dark, which comes out every Thursday. So tomorrow when this episode drops, watch After Dark and we'll talk about bollocks. Even more bollocks than we normally talk about on the podcast. Penny, what is our socials? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photopit on Twitter. I'm at Dan Talks a lot. At Joyce's 21. We'll see you next week for some fun, joy, and lots of scoozies. Scoozies. No more scoozies. No more scoozies. No. Scoozies. No. No, thanks. No? No. 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 Dan, stop touching my knee. Donde esta mi burro? Scoozies. Donde esta mi burro? Ah, This is getting fucking out of hand. Someone roll the music. <laughs> yeah. Bye! End it, make it end! Bye! Bye! Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) That's staying in. (laughs)